Yes, sir. Hi, I'd like some breakfast. We stopped serving breakfast. I know you stopped serving breakfast, Rick. Sheila told me you stopped serving breakfast. Why am I calling you by your first names? I don't even know who you are. I still call my boss Mr. I worked for him for seven and a half years, but I walk in here all of a sudden, total stranger, and I'm calling you Rick and Sheila like we're in some kind of AA meeting. I don't want to be your buddy, Rick. I just want a little breakfast. Well, you can call me Miss Folsom if you want to. Sheila, we stop serving breakfast at 11.30. Rick, have you ever heard the expression, the customer is always right? Yeah. Yeah, well... Here I am, the customer. That's not our policy. You have to order something from the lunch menu. I don't want lunch. I want breakfast. Yeah, well, hey, I'm really sorry. Yeah, well, hey, I'm really sorry, too. Okay, good! Let's get organized! Calm down. Just calm down, everybody. Sit down, sit down over there. Hey, 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 hey. Mister, where are you going? No, 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 no. You sit down there and you finish your lunch. Come on. Everybody just, just relax and take it easy. Come on. Why you eat your lunch, please? Eat your lunch. You all need your vitamins, A's and B's and... Stop, stop, it's an accident! It's an accident! It's an accident! The, the trigger, it's sensitive. It's, it's okay. It's all right. It's just... I like to watch, Eve. What do you mean, I like to watch? I like to watch. I'm Don Hall. This is Donnie Smith. And this is the I Like to Watch podcast. Uh, yet another podcast about film. We hope you're enjoying it. This is this is our 33rd episode. Wow. And how you doing, Donnie? How you been? How you been? <coughs> anything in anything uh, in particular that's caught your eye, industry wide lately? Yeah, you know, I mean, we have a we have a I believe a new segment we're going to introduce uh, called housekeeping, and that's just going to be uh, you know some shit that we maybe fucked up last time or some shit we want to clear up from. Ten episodes ago, whatever it might be, uh, probably a little bit more movie news geared. I think is what we're gonna, yeah. what we're going to do with it. It's and you know, there's always on our minds. there's always new shit happening in the industry and some controversies and some you know just just overall movie news. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping. You come back in an hour. Housekeeping, you want towels? More towels. Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want men for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. So, yeah, I think uh, this week, let's start with um, AMC is going to be 
uh, charging more for fucking ticket prices. Uh, maybe you want to explain a little bit more about what's going on with that, because that's effectively sucks. effectively AMC has put out uh, the idea that like concert seats, like if you go if you go see a Taylor Swift concert yeah. and you get you know and you're going to get the pit passes, you're going to drop a couple of grand. But if you're sitting in the fucking nosebleeds where basically she looks like a stick figure, uh, you're probably going to pay about 70 bucks. And so that's Is the it, idea. I don't even think it's as cheap as 70 bucks. Anymore. No, I, 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 well, I've, not, I've never gone to a Taylor Swift concert, and I don't pay for those things because yeah, no. I work in radio, so I just right, go. Right. But... Uh, but no, uh, and so the idea is that they're they're going to charge more for the middle seats, yeah, and the seats in the front and the seats in the back where the, the sidelines are not as good or cheaper seats. Well, and it, what a fucking classist bunch of shit! It's fucked up because like here's the thing too: it's like it's it's not even that big of a fucking discount. It's like two bucks cheaper to sit in the front row, yeah, and then two bucks more to sit in the middle. Right? Like, it just, yeah. it's such a stupid fucking cash grab. Also, and we talked a little bit this, about this uh, offline, but who the fuck is going to enforce this shit? The pimply-faced yeah. fucking teenager making $13 an hour? Like, it's simply not going to happen. If you or I or anybody that we know goes in and buys a goddamn $2 cheaper ticket and decides, you know what? This theater is half fucking empty, which all theaters are pretty much half empty you think you think in their desperation to get people to come back after covid they probably wouldn't want to alienate people but no, yeah no make the fucking tickets cheaper not more expensive you dumb fucks but yeah they're gonna do it um you know based on some of the shit that i've read uh they're, they're it's in a trial period quote unquote you know i here's and, the thing uh, I, yeah, and i agree yeah. with you because i still to this day if i go to a movie theater by myself and you know, you now you buy your reserved seat. You have to. Yeah. But if there, but if there's nobody in there, I'm, no. I go down. I go down and sit in the disabled seats because those are the best fucking seats for leg room. Yep, I agree. I usually sit in that area, right? That kind of that kind of uh, uh, area before the front row, but before yep. the before the stadium seat starts. There's yep. like a, there's like a there's like a nine foot fucking area. I, I, sit I love right that. There. No, it's right brilliant. there. Yeah, easy in, easy out when the movie's over. That's what I do. Yeah, and, so. and here's the thing: I would pay an extra two dollars. I would. But I would pay. <laughs> I would pay for different things. Uh -huh. I would say what I will pay an extra two dollars if there are no small children in uh, the auditorium. Yeah, I would pay an extra yeah. two dollars if everybody had to have their phone left in one of those fucking bags at the yeah, door. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, you know. It's, well, that's why the Alamo Draft House charges what they've charged all these years. It, right? That's exactly so, right. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. AMC says that they're doing this as a trial period. Uh, I believe with the kind of media shitstorm that's happened, uh, it's not going to go much farther than the uh, Chicago, New York, and Kansas City markets. That yeah. Testing well, it and I and I think it's going to go the way of the Netflix is cracking down on yeah. sharing passwords. Yeah. Like, oh Good no, luck. oh oh no, we were just that that was leaked. We Good were just luck. talking about it. Yeah, you're Good not going to fucking do that because you've given it away for so long. Nobody's going to go for it. No. The, the amount of people they're going to lose from yeah. this kind of shit. Now it's here's just the bad thing. marketing. You say you'd pay more for no kids, et cetera, et cetera, which you know, I don't fully disagree with. That's why there are uh, resorts all over the world that have uh, no one under 18 allowed. I, I'm exactly. down with that. That's great. Um, you know, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas had a little conference at USC a bunch of years ago. I want to say it was a, maybe 10 years ago, a little over 10 years ago. And um, 
you know, Spielberg was a little prescient by saying, you know, theaters are going to start charging more for certain movies. And the difference between charging more for specific seats versus what Spielberg was talking about, I actually, yeah. I actually agree with Spielberg. I do too. I, I, I think that charging more for a Marvel film, your avatars, your 200 million plus box office bonanza films, okay? The ones think, that they know everybody's going to go to. That's right. Yeah. I think charging a little bit more for those, or at least uh, what the going rate is, wherever the fuck you, you are, wherever your, whatever your cinema is, um, you know, I think, I think charging that price or a little bit more, people are still going to go. I think yeah. if you have something like uh, women, women talking, talking or tar, which I loved, or, or tar, uh, which know, I loved. Some of these, some of these smaller, uh, more intimate films, charge a couple bucks less, man. Charge, uh, charge two or five bucks less for those. I bet you will get more asses in seats if they weren't the same fucking price as Marvel I agree. or Avatar, right? I 100% agree. Yeah. It, you know, it, and, and you know, you and I've had that conversation where theater owners are obviously not artists. No. That's not that's not what they do. No, um, and so yeah, they're gonna charge. They're gonna charge what they want to charge. Oh yeah. The thing about it is, I'm gonna go see the movies in the theater, even if I have to pay a couple extra bucks because I love that experience. I mean, I'll watch yeah. streaming all day long, but I sure. really like sitting in a movie theater. Yeah, I miss I miss the uh, I miss I miss the uh, experience. I, I do. You know, um, you know, living in LA for so many years, like it's gotten it's gotten very expensive. You know, yeah. when, I, when I moved out here, I mean, I was making what five hundred bucks a week as a as a PA. I mean, I could yeah. you know, I could just afford my rent and like food, like fucking ramen, right? Um, so like going to the movies was like a treat. Uh, and then you know, it just it just started getting more and more expensive. Then of course the pandemic hit, and now I have a, a, a two and a half year old. Like it's I I miss I miss the cinema experience. I grew up in. I grew up in those yeah. doll- I grew up in those dollar theaters, man. Those second exactly. run, you those second both- run theaters Dude. in Chicago. You could spend five bucks. You could spend ten bucks. Sit there all day for three movies. Sometimes watch all three movies twice, and feed yourself with popcorn and hot dog and whatever the yeah. nachos, whatever. For like ten bucks, you can't, yeah. you oh, can't yeah. get parking for ten bucks. Dude, anymore. dude, in '77, I saw Star Wars. 25 times yeah. in one week yeah. and yeah. I and I was I was in fucking sixth grade I yeah. it wasn't like I was rolling in dough because no, no, the, no. right. the, tic- the tickets were a buck 25 a piece yep. I mean yep. and I that's why Star Wars became all because of me my 25 times I tipped it over the edge <laughs> you made the, you made Lucas rich you based it. speaking of tipping things over the edge yeah. I'm curious uh, you know I, I know we've talked a little bit about the Oscar noms and and that's not that big a deal to either of us but I do think it's interesting um, Andrea Riseborough's Oscar nomination caused quite a controversy mm-hmm. they ended up they ended up uh, you know Invest, you're like investigating it or something, yeah, the and then determine the Motion Picture so, Academy. Yeah. yeah. So what are your what are your what are your thoughts about that? You know, it's a little it, it's a little weird. Um, at first, I was wondering, like, okay, well, there was this grassroots movement. Uh, from for, first of all, let me let me let me go back. I had yeah. I had no understanding of how the Academy nominates anything. You'd think after 20 years of, of living in L.A. and being part of the movie industry, I would. That shit is so fucking far outside of my scope that, like, it doesn't matter to me. It just exists. So when all this controversy kind of came up, like, I did a little research. And apparently, 
Um, all of the nominees for each category are selected by votes from members of those specific branches of the Academy. That Act- is correct. Actors get to vote for actors. Directors vote for act- uh, directors. Uh, the, the craftspeople vote for the craftspeople. The only thing everyone votes on is, is best, best picture. picture. I didn't, yep. I didn't, was not aware of that. After I saw that, I said, well, that's interesting. If that's the case, and this grassroots actors movement started to get Andrea Riseborough her nomination, why wasn't she nominated for a SAG Award for Best Actress? Well, all, I can tell you the answer. I can tell you. Vote for, well, yeah, and I know I, the answer yeah, after yeah. doing some more research. Yeah. The yeah. film company, nobody was putting up any money at all to market this movie, distribute this movie, let alone put anybody up for nominations and awards. And for people who don't know, it takes a lot of fucking money to uh, campaign for any awards. Yeah. The, the Oscars alone, it's a $20,000 fee to submit. I'm, I'm gonna, just I, to I submit. Lost it. Yeah, yeah, I lost just it to here submit. in the article. Yeah. But just yeah, to submit, $20,000 fucking That's a lot of fucking money, man. Um, Especially so then, from yeah, so the indie then, pick, yeah. So yeah, so then reading more about how um, uh, the director's wife is also an actor um, who's friends with Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt actually set this actress and the director up together, and they got married. Mm-hmm. Helen Hunt was at some film festival where this movie was playing. Um, the movie, by the way, with Andrea Riseborough is called... Don, do you got this? I don't even fucking know because I've never. Too Leslie is the name. Yeah, Too Leslie. It's Sorry? basically about it's basically about a woman who, who a poor woman who yeah. wins the lottery, yeah. and it destroys her life. Well, I mean, that's really that, I think that's she, the well, gist I think of it. It's a gist. She was also a yeah. raging fucking alcoholic before well, yeah, she yeah. won the library. Uh, library, the uh, lottery. Library, library. Well, yeah. I'd like to win the library. That'd be I, cool. You know what? That's not that's not really going to pay a lot of money. But it it's would not going to be a great movie. I but bet it you would get a fun. nice. I bet you get a nice building out of it, though. That's what I'm saying. A good yeah. building and a lot of books. But I'm, yeah, I'm she was an, she was a raging alcoholic and just squandered the fucking money. And and you know, it's one of those fucking real fucking hardcore fucking dramas. You know. There you go. And yeah, I you know, I think it's I think it's interesting. Um, that this kind of grassroots movement happened and she was able to do it. It's a double-edged sword, though, because it's a lot of really fucking famous white people that helped her get there. Yep, it's true. Um, I'm not saying that um, uh, Viola Davis or any any other black actress uh, was excluded on purpose because of her getting a nomination. It's It's... It's yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's it's a fuck you to the industry itself because it 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 shows that it could it can take a grassroots movement to do it. You don't need the tens or hundreds of millions or hundreds of thousands of dollars to campaign to get your fucking nomination. Um, I think that's really cool. Um, yeah, it's really it's it's a weird. It's a it's a it's a kind of a double edged sword. It's really interesting and and like her response has been really cool. You know, she only came out recently and was just like, I had, I, 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 we put the money up to do the thing. We never thought it would happen, but we believed in, in my work and we believed in the project and here we are. And I think it's a conversation that needs to happen. 
I'm sorry that it took this to make it happen in a way. I'm, I'm just paraphrasing, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, no, yeah, no. I, I read, I read what she had. Yeah, she, I mean, it's really. She it's, was very. She, well, it's, she was pretty. She was really thing. magnanimous about it, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting thing because uh, I, I happen. I mean, I haven't seen to Leslie, um, I, although it I is in my, it is in my queue just because uh, you know, Edward Norton recommended her performance. Sure. So sure. you know what I mean. Sure. Um, but uh, what I think is interesting is that that yeah, I actually think. I mean, I think uh, I can't remember her name is Danielle Deadweiler, the 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 woman that played uh, in, it was in Till. Okay, yeah, yeah, I can't I, remember. I, her. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, everybody's like, oh, she, she, no, she was that that performance did not deserve a nomination. But Viola okay. Davis in Warrior King, uh, sure. or, or Woman King, Woman that King. deserved yeah. that deserved real serious consideration because she was sure. fucking awesome in that movie. Um, however. It, that's the problem with award shows anyway. How do you, how do you, it's, it's not a meritocracy. It, no. It, 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 no matter what people think, it's not like the Super Bowl where people are actually playing against each other and there are points. It, no. This is completely subjective. Yep. It is absolutely run by money because yep. so is Hollywood. Yep. And, uh, you know, it, I, I just thought, I, I thought it was a very interesting sort of curtain curtain reveal it's a, of it, how ob, how obnoxious the process of getting yeah. a movie or an actor nominated yeah. is it's, it's a, just really an obnoxious it's a fucking popularity cut it's high school everyone said that's exactly what hollywood is. is a bigger version of fucking high school and mm-hmm. if i have if i have one example of this situation it's carrie andrea riseborough is carrie Oh, <laughs> right. Like she was nominated. Yeah. She got nominated through a grassroots movement yeah. by popular kids. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, she's fucking Carrie. And I'll tell you what, if she takes it home, she really is fucking Carrie. Because that's yeah, you know, yeah, that's what yeah. happens. She's hopefully, not, she's hopefully she doesn't home. burn the place down. And and, and Blanchett, you know, Blanchett's <laughs> taking it home. But you know, whatever. Now it's showtime. We are. We have a very interesting film that you chose for uh, for this uh, this episode. So tell us your film that you chose for tonight, and uh, and and wow. tell us why why you like to watch it. So the film is uh, from 1993. It's Joel Schumacher's Falling Down, starring Michael Douglas, Robert Duvall, Barbara Hershey, Rachel Dakotten, Frederick Forrest, Tuesday Weld. Um. I just, I have an affinity for these kind of nine, like early, mid-90s films. I think it's when I was really starting to kind of come up and, and pay attention to not just the entertainment value of a film, but the filmmaking itself. Um, there's something about this journey of this just fucking pissed off guy who's had enough and is going to do whatever he's got to do to get from point A to point B. And I, I just, I, I, I think when, whenever, it's a quintessential 90s film, but I think no matter what decade you're watching this film in, it plays. Mm-hmm. And I, it just, and, and, and that to me is, it's, I mean, it's, it's in a way, you know, I, I was doing some research and this, you know, the Odyssey kept coming up over and over, right? This comparison of this to um, Homer's Odyssey kept coming up. And, you know, um, in that way, I mean, you could read the Odyssey today, 
and you don't need to have lived in ancient Greece to get the fucking appreciate of the character. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I think in that way, this movie still plays today. I think a lot of the um, socioeconomic uh, shit that everyone in this film is facing, unfortunately, still plays today. I think a lot of the kind of racism that is in this film still plays today. Uh, it's really fucking sad that, you know, tw 20 years later, I mean, I don't know that we've come that far, you know? So well, it, dude, was, it was dude, really... Dude, 20 years, we haven't come that far oh, since I know. humanity well, existed. Yeah, I, you fair know? enough. Humanity fair enough. Fair enough. Gets, you know, yeah. Yeah. this is... Well, the thing I think it's interesting, and, and it's very... Because I hadn't seen this movie in a really, really long time. And so when I watched it, one of the things that I was struck with was... I, I, the minute you said, yeah, let's watch Falling Down, I thought, wow, okay, because it's an angry, you know, an angry white an guy angry movie. white guy movie, yeah. And, and yeah. the thing that I found interesting is I don't think Defense was angry. I mean, I think he had, he had some rage, but it starts off as a frustrated guy mm -hmm. who's just, you know, and he's obviously frustrated. His shoe's got a hole in it. He's just trying to... Well, I mean, that is all just... I mean, the, the traffic you know, jam. The traffic jam yeah, it, starts it all. And, and but, we've but all he been does, there. Yeah, but, yeah, but the thing about it is he doesn't leave his car out of anger. He leaves his car out of being overwhelmed by the situation. Yeah. He doesn't, yeah. like, get out and start wanting to rage at people. He just, yeah. like, fuck it. I'm giving up. I'm yeah. out of here. Right. And, and, and then each... He doesn't start. I don't think he starts to get angry until he gets with the with the the the, the neo Nazi. The neo Nazi. I yeah, mean, I, I don't even think he's that angry. Even though he was, I mean, he does get angry when he's attacked by the the two cholos and he smacks him in the back. No, I mean, he gets he gets but, he gets angry from the beginning. I mean, it's it's. Minute, I don't see minute, it. I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way. No, the minute he's in the bodega with the Korean uh, store owner. Well. I mean, he gets but, angry, but he's not getting... He's getting angry for very specific yeah, reasons. He's, he's and, not and justifiably... Angry, right. Justifiable he's, reasons, yeah. He's not getting angry necessarily at the person as much as he's getting angry at the situation. Yeah. I think I think that's... I think I think you're right about the neo-Nazi. That's when it really shifts. I mean, that's what's, when what's he the tips. Line? He says... Um, uh, the neo-Nazi. Like yeah, Frederick Forrest says, he's like, hey, man, hey, man. Don't you get it? I was listening to the police scanner. I heard about the Whammy Burger. Fucking fantastic. It was a bunch of niggers, wasn't it? On TV, it's always nice looking white kids. But when you go in there, it's nothing but a bunch of fucking niggers. And they'll spit on your food if you're not nice to them. I know. I know all about it. I'm with you. We're the same, you and me. We're the same, don't you see? We are not. The same. I'm an American. You're a sick asshole. What kind of vigilante are you? I am not a vigilante. I am just trying to get home to my little girl's birthday. And if everybody will stay out of my way, then nobody will get hurt. That's where it really shifts, I think. That's when he shifts, and that's when he gets genuinely angry. And that, uh, it, 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 again, there's this concept this sort of flattening 
of uh, sort of like the concept of the angry white man. And I think it's the same kind of flattening that you have with the angry black woman or, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, the young black man, you know, drug yeah, angry d- black there's anybody. A, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. There, there's, there's, there's a yeah. flattening of that concept to say right. that, okay, this is the, the, the angry white man is angry because he is no longer the dominant force in it. No, bullshit. People are angry for specific reasons, not sociological reasons, and he's angry at, okay, traffic. He's frustrated with traffic. He's not angry when he starts off. He gets angry because he needs. he's trying to call his wife, and, and granted, that's creepy, but he's angry because everything costs so much and he can't get change, and that's shitty. So then he kind of loses his shit, but he doesn't attack the guy until the guy pulls the bat out. Mm-hmm. So he's really more defending himself, and then right. he's ang- Then he starts to get angry at the situation, and he tears the guy's store up, but he never hurts him. Then he goes, and he's just sitting. He's fucking hot and tired, and he's sitting. And when those the two uh, Hispanic yeah, the, yeah, yeah. thugs the gang, the gang members yeah, show yeah. up, he he doesn't go angry. He <laughs> says, "Listen." I mean, I, I, it's just yeah. fascinating to me because because he's just like, "All right, you know what." This is your neck of the woods. I wouldn't want you in my backyard. I'm right. gonna leave. Let's let's just let's right. just, just call it a mistake, and they won't let him. And so he defends himself again. Yeah. That's not the concept of the angry white that, guy. That line, that one of those, that line is what is one of my favorites. I've had a rare morning. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's just yeah. a, like rare morning. Oh, like that yeah. is just and, uh, just so and perfect. it's not. So and perfect. you know when he's when he's when he's in the when he's in the 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 what is it the whammy burger? Mm-hmm. You know when he mm-hmm. when he's in there, he still doesn't see himself. He doesn't present himself as terribly angry, just aggrieved. No, the yeah. customer's all right. Super well, I'm here. Frustrated. Yeah. And yeah. he doesn't he doesn't go over the top until he's with the neo Nazi, and then he kills him and. That's when, and he even says on the phone when he talks to Barbara Hershey after that moment, I'm beyond. This, this is the point of no return. Right. I have crossed the Rubicon and this shit has now, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, he suddenly realizes that he's the bad guy in the story. Well, I don't know if he necessarily realizes. Or a bad until, guy. He, well, yeah. I don't even know about bad. I just think he realizes he's crossed a line of some sort. You know, what's interesting to me too is like, I don't know, um, you know, I, I didn't get a chance. I only got to watch it once. Um, you know, I wanted to revisit it, but, you know, the kid and just timing and blah, blah, blah. Um, That's the way it works. I, I don't know. Clearly, this movie starts with him stuck in traffic uh, in a great thing. And I, I texted you this scene. I've never seen Fellini's Eight and a Half ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I was reading Roger Ebert's review. It's of a wonder. Down. It's a. It's a really wonderful. I movie. had no idea. I mean, Schumacher yeah. Schumacher literally apes. Oh yeah, the beginning of Eight and a Half for the beginning of this movie with the character stuck in traffic. Like, I mean, almost shot for shot. It's really fucking wild it's, to watch. It's right on the money. Um, yeah, it's 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 an artistic film. No but question. like, but like, you feel like he could have been stuck in that traffic forever. We don't know how long he's been stuck there when the movie opens, right? Well, yeah, I he, also but he's stuck there long enough to know that his air conditioning work doesn't work and right, his right, fucking right. window right. won't roll down. I also don't know exactly, maybe I don't remember exactly when he knew he was fired. Uh, months. Because he, months. He'd been, so, he's yeah, just they, been, so he's just been going through this cycle of pretending. Yeah, because his mother... Yeah, because his mother right. says, where's he been Smith. going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. yeah, where's okay. he been going? Okay. Yeah, they say so, he was fired, he was let go from uh, Nortech 
you know, a month ago or something so to that effect. Any one of the days in the past five weeks, four or five weeks, this movie could have happened. It's just today is the fucking day where it happened, right? Yeah. Well, it's his daughter's yeah. birthday. Yeah. Today well, is his daughter's birthday. That's, that's right. the significance that's right. of the day. Right. And, and that's and, the and journey home. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. the journey yeah. home, you know? So this is, that, that was the tipping point. You know, I think something that's really, that really struck me the last time watching it was this really, this really could be anybody's story in the movie. There are yeah. so many there are so many characters in this movie where I mean they're all facing this kind of downtrodden put upon fucking life. Um yeah. you know the biggest obviously would be would be uh Bobby Duvall's character who is yeah. who is who is the antithesis of if 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 William Foster defense Michael Douglas is the one that breaks today Robert Duvall is the one that's been fucking just going through the motions and putting up with the shit for fucking years, decades, right? Yeah. Then you've got, um, uh, what was it, not economically viable. That, was that the, uh, yeah. The actor's name of uh, Vondi Curtis Hall. Yeah, yeah, he's a good actor. He's a really Who's good actor. Dressed, costumed, exactly like yeah. Michael Douglas's character. Uh, exactly, Exactly yeah. like it. Oh, that was totally on purpose. Yeah, oh, I love that. Totally I on purpose. I love that. Um, you know, um, uh, what is her, uh, Foster, uh, M M Michelle Pfeiffer's sister. What was her name? Or is it uh, Dee Dee Pfeiffer? Uh, Dee Dee Pfeiffer, I mean, yeah. any one of these people, they're all working shit jobs. They all fucking hate their jobs. They don't want to be stuck in this shit situation. Los Angeles in general has this way of just like fucking just like bearing down on you constantly. Partly because there's zero change in weather ever. It just is like warm and hot. Um... And everything takes so long to get to. Everything. And, it takes fucking and, an hour and a half to and fucking so go to one store people. five miles away. It's fucking Yeah, and there's, so, and there's so and many people you can't escape it. And everything is so fucking expensive compared to everywhere else. I mean, my wife and I were just looking. Um, a friend of ours is a real estate agent. She just sold a house for $2.6 million in fucking Encino. Jesus Christ. I mean, you gotta be fuck, fuck you, man, Encino. Yeah. Give me a fucking break. It's a three bedroom fucking mid century house. What See, the reason I know. Million dollars? The reason Jesus I know you Christ. will never go the way of defense, the reason I know oh. is because you're very open with your rage. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that I love about this character is this is a character who suppresses all of his. Oh, yeah disappointment at his rage when he yeah. calls her he talks very calmly mm -hmm. you know he's he's you know you but you know from her from Barbara Hershey's description he never hit her that's 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 one of my favorite scenes in that movie is mm -hmm. when she's explaining to the cop he never hit her he never got violent but he was violent he did you know and and the cop the cop is just not buying it. He's right. just not buying it. But right. we never get to see that side of Michael Douglas until he's confronted with something that really frustrates him. Right. And then he's fucking mad. And what he's mad at is the same shit that all of us are mad at. Yeah. Yeah. But he, but he you know, it's like the guns. He, you know, he keeps picking up yeah. increasingly well, thing, damaging. Right? He, yeah. He starts, yeah with a, he starts with a briefcase. Gets a base, a half a sawed-off baseball bat. Gets a then, butterfly knife. Then the butterfly knife, right? Yeah. Then, then the guns from the drive-by. Yeah. Right? Then, then a the fucking bazooka. rocket launcher. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. I mean, I mean, it's almost like a video game. Like he he keeps leveling up. He keeps all leveling the time, up, and then that just keeps fueling the fucking rage. 
yeah, and giving him more of a, a more tools to express the rage. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's well, it's really and the thing I love. The thing I love about Michael Douglas's performance, it really is striking, um, is that instead of and he could have played it a different way, but instead of like I'm shooting a gun or I'm shooting a bazooka, he's continually surprised. Mm-hmm. When the mm-hmm. when the guns go off, he's right. surprised. Except for when he kills a neo-Nazi, then it's intentional. But every right. other time, like when the gun goes off in the Whammy Burger, he's like, "No, no, no! It's just yeah, the trigger. Yeah, it's really, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Just yeah. keep eating your food, you yeah. know." And, and and nothing makes me laugh. It's the funniest line. It's the funniest moment in a movie that is really not a comedy. Is when he's like holding up the burger. And he's oh, yeah, like, yeah. this doesn't yeah. match. And he says, does anybody, does anybody else see this? And the oh, little, yeah, black the little black kid raises yeah, his yeah. hand. I just yeah. like, that is the fucking brilliant. It's just beautiful. Well, I think, funny. I think the movie was, you know, from what I was reading, I think the movie may have been intended as more of a dark comedy. Well, it's fair it home, of course. Or no, it's Schumacher. No, it's Schumacher, it Schumacher, yeah, Schumacher. Yeah. It's um, it just, I, I, I don't think the comedy can play. Because it's also fucking real and tragic, you know. Like we, we, like you said, we all experiences experience these moments where, I mean, of course you want to rage. You, of course you do. We're seeing it more now with fucking TikTok and some of these fucking videos where, you know, people are going nuts in McDonald's or. or oh yeah, oh, people are like losing it. their fucking minds. You yeah. Know? So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that that's the majority of people. Of course it's not. No. Not even majority of people keep their fucking shit together like Bobby Duvall does. Um, but goddamn, yeah. I mean, who hasn't wanted to lose their shit sometimes? But like, yeah. you, but that's the social fucking contract is you don't lose your shit. And I think that's what um, it, 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 Duvall sums it up nicely at the end of the movie where um, uh, D- uh, Douglas, uh, he sa- Duvall says something to Douglas and then Douglas looks at him as like, Wait, I'm the bad guy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, did, I love when that. Did, when did that happen? Yeah. You know, uh, they that, lied, that's what to, I love they lied about, to me. And Bobby yeah, Duvall's that's what like, I love about, Bobby Duvall's like, they lie to all of us. They lie to the fish. They lie to all of us, man. All of us. It doesn't give you any right to do what you did yeah. today. And I think yeah, that's I, what's important, right? That's the important message of the fucking film. Yes, we all agree with you. We all fucking want to fucking like kill a Nazi, right? We want to fucking shoot up that phone booth that doesn't fucking work. Not yep. that there's phone booths anymore, but you know what that's I'm saying? Also, like, that's also a really funny moment oh, it's where hilarious. it's just like this guy is going to give him shit and he yeah. just, it's, it's out of order. Yeah. I, you know, it, <laughs> there are brilliant. a lot of really, there's really funny moments. Yes. And, and, and I think that's what makes this character sticky is that. You know, especially in, in in a time when you were talking about that any any time period you could watch this movie and it still sure. applies. Sure. In in an age where I mean we've had sixty seven mass shootings. Oh, I know. This year. I know. And 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 the easy answer is they're racially motivated or they're or they're angry because they're being replaced by women or they're you know all these reasons. But the fact is, that's what I really love about this movie is it offers some sort of explanation that those people that are doing the mass shootings are no different than any of the rest of us. Right. They just, they just, and that's what I like about the title. They just they fell down. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That and- one day, it just, that one day, it just, and, and, and it just happened. 
I, you know, I, and I'm sure that some of these mass shooters, like I'm going to do, they've been planning it for months, whatever. The reality is I think most people want to rant and rave. Mm -hmm. And then one day, however it happens, they just get the guns and they just do the thing. And whether or not they intend for it to happen the way it does, they do it anyway. And I think that's what's fascinating about this character is it is really an accidental terrorism. Until he's faced with what are the ramifications of his actions, which is and the that, fucking neo-Nazi, right? Yeah, that's like, when, when he realizes this guy says, you're like me. Yeah. And he realizes, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I'm not that person. Right. But, but the thing about it is even with that realization, he doesn't stop. No. No. And that's the thing. Once you've once you've kind of crossed a certain line, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. wonder. I you know, that's the thing is, I wonder. Everybody, every you know, and and you know, the question becomes for for defense: Is he mentally unwell, or is he just like the rest of us and just fell well, down? I think, and that's a really good question. Yeah, I, I mean, think. I, look, I think. I mean, if you know, if we're being if we're being really honest, and you're gonna you're gonna fucking fight me on this one, but I, mm -hmm. I think I think in in a lot of ways, I think I think we're all a little mentally ill. We're all oh, I agree. We're all fucking humans. We're all. I'm not gonna fight you on Ill. that. That I okay. do. All right. All right. I've all right. been saying right. that for yeah. fucking decades. Okay. We right. suck. Human yeah. beings are shit. Yeah. So I think people could use some fucking help, and you know. I don't like to get too political about shit, but I'm going to be political a little bit here. You know, there was a, a, a bill in 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 uh, September of 2022. It was a, a house. The house passes a bill addressing mental health concern among students, families, and educators. Okay. Now, the house passed the bill. But what's striking is if you look at the fucking picture of the vote you know c-span mm -hmm. does that fucking thing where they yeah. show you the democrats the republicans who voted for what this motherfucker was republic 219 democrats voted yes one fucking republican voted yes all 203 other fucking republicans voted nay there were two uh what does nv mean not not present or not not whatever the fuck it means i don't know what nv means but it means nevada it means nevada. i don't know whatever but like it's so fucking delineated by party line so anytime that there's a fucking mass shooting in this country and the republicans want to get out there and fucking claim oh it's a mental health issue a mental health issue it's not a gun issue it's a mental health issue look at your fucking party republican people out there look at your fucking party and see how they fucking vote on mental health issues in this goddamn country and i'm gonna and i'm gonna and, and i'm gonna counter because i agree with you i completely agree with you but i'm gonna counter with josh hawley who is the biggest piece oh, of shit. Douchebag. Well, not the biggest, but one of the biggest. But one sure. of the biggest douchebags. Uh, However, yeah. he just introduced a bill in Congress that basically would restrict all social media to, to people 16 and older. And any Democrat that votes against that mm -hmm. is fucking wrong. Because if the whole point is let's take care of the mental health, one of the biggest threats, and it, this is just study after study after sure, sure, study. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The biggest yeah, threat to the yeah. mental health of was, children yeah. is social media. Well, but the thing was... is, nobody on the Democrat side is going to vote for it because yeah, that asshat Republican. The, yeah. But see, that's but that's what, yeah, but see, like, uh, for me, for you, that's one of those issues where I would be like, yeah, the guy's a fucking piece of shit jag off, but you know what? 
That's a good idea. I like this idea. I'm, I'm fucking yeah. down. And just to show some fucking bipartisanship, yeah, I'm going to vote for this one. I would I, love that I to like happen, that. but I, I don't like think that. it will. That's because I really think I really think that's a, a you no, know. No, I was so, just reading an article about um, uh, teenage girls, and yeah, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, it's, my, my, it's my, insane. My, my daughter, I have a daughter. You know, yeah. Keep her terrified. off the fucking phone. You know don't saying? give but her like, a phone. No, but don't like, give her a phone, man. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's really fucking troubling, and like just the discrepancy between online bullying for for girls versus boys, like. It's just, it's fucking insane. It's insane. Yeah. The suicide rate, the, the fucking body dysmorphia, the, 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 the eating disorders. It's, it's so fucked. Like, we need yeah. to protect our fucking kids better in this country. Well, okay, and, and so what I would, off topic no, I, movie, I would but. agree with you. And what I would say is, what I would say is, yeah. is that, is that, is that we have, you know, I, I get, I do get the idea that we should, we should take care of, those who are exhibiting mentally unwell things, but if we can go to the root of the problem, well, it's sort to me. That, to me, there, you either you either say, "Hey, we're going to fund a bill that treats lung cancer," or we're going to fund a bill that prevents kids from smoking, mm-hmm. because one is a reaction to a right. problem, and the other is attacking the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. yeah but I again, go go, but that's what this bill was that I mentioned, right? It was yeah, for, yeah. No, it was, for it was about kids, educators, family. Like, take preventative. You know, and the fucking yeah. Republicans were like, "Nah, fuck you." Oh man, that shit pisses me off. So yes, there you go. Clearly, clearly, defense um, was suffering from some level of mental illness. Um, uh, caused by society, caused by his upbringing. Uh, who knows? I mean, right? That, no, that's, see, I, again, that's the, I don't the, think the it was. Previous version. Of the I story. never, I, I never got from him that he was mentally ill. I got from him that oh. he was, he was, he was very troubled. And I think there's a difference between mental illness and troubled. I think the the anything that indicates that he might have had a certain sort of spectrum of mental illness was that he didn't he could not see beyond his actions that he was doing horrible things until it was too late for him to turn back and well, that not, i but, don't think that's mental illness well, i think but, that's human nature yeah but i would i i would argue that i would argue the mental illness part because like we only see the actions in this film there was mm. some. There was something that That's caused. Fair. That's there was fair. something that caused him to be let go from the company. Now that could have been. That could have been the 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 fucking Reaganomics, and it could have been all of that. And the the, the could have been a lot of things. The defense cut. There could have been a lot of things. There was also something that caused his relationship, marriage, with his wife to fall and apart, daughter, to crumble, and she did put a restraining order on his ass, right? I don't oh yeah, remember, she says I don't remember. It was a hundred feet or a hundred feet, fifty feet, well, the, hundred yards. I, I don't remember. She says, you know. So something isn't it standard? Something, yeah, something caused that, right? So like there were things that happened prior to him melting down on the literally melting down on the freeway. Yeah, getting yeah. out of his car. So you know, I, I don't want to argue the mental illness thing too much. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's just an interesting question that the yeah. movie posits. Well, and like you said. Um, you know, uh, it's well. Maybe I said it. it. It's a. It. This is a Rorschach of a film in a way, because you could sit there and gleefully laugh at and cheer on his fucking 
mad odyssey across Los Angeles from downtown to the fucking beach. Because up until a certain point, everything he oh, does yeah. is shit that we're yeah. pissed off about. And Bad I think, hamburgers and, I think and that's fucking what makes don't it, serve breakfast. I get it. And I think that's what makes it a really unique film in that way is that for a while, we are with this guy. Yes, we and are. And then at a certain point, we have to sit back and say, wow, I was with that guy, but oh, now I have a lot more information. And huh, should I have been cheering that on this whole well, time? You know what? You know what? What I think is fascinating, wow. and that's what I so, love about about the Douglas Duvall sort of combo in yeah. the storytelling, is that you do you're you're rooting before Duvall comes into the picture and actually starts to pursue him. Mm-hmm. You're in. Fa- you're, you're like you were. De- the film is designed. The storytelling is designed to go. I like defense. Oh, I yeah. mean, I, he's going nuts, but God damn it, I agree with everything. But then there's a certain point where, and Duvall is like he's a you know he's fucking pussy whipped by his crazy fucking wife, and, <laughs> and you know, and and the yeah, captain doesn't yeah. like him and all this yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then there's a point where you look at Duvall and go, oh, he's the, okay. He's the guy I spo- I'm supposed to be rooting for, and I actually want to because I actually find him to be more honorable and interesting yeah. than defense. And at that point, it's a really interesting film in that you've got the hero. It's kind of Hitchcocky in a way, where you've got the hero, and all of a sudden the hero becomes the villain, but really subtly because mm-hmm. the actual hero is sort of the overweight, bald guy who's retiring. And then all of a sudden... And, and then it just shifts, and you're no longer rooting for defense, and now you're rooting for fucking Robert yeah, Duvall. Yeah, I mean, it's in, in a way, in, in a way too, like Duvall becomes the kind of care, the, the kind of detective, the, the 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 cop that he maybe always wanted to be. Yeah, but he got he stuck. A, he got stuck on some fucking shit shift. He because of his wife, because of his, his wife, wife who yeah, wanted him to be safe and come home every he lost, night. He lost, he lost a kid. He lost that daughter. There, so it's, well, the thing know. is, there's there's an intimation, and I think this is interesting. There's an intimation that his wife killed his daughter. Oh, is that right? By, by it's accident. in. It, I mean, yeah. it's yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. subtle. It's yeah, really yeah. subtle. Yeah. But there is there is that sort of there's 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 a couple of moments where you kind of get the impression that not only. Did she kill her daughter? But he kind of knows it, or by and there's, or by negli- through negligence, or but by yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not, not like she, purpose, not like she was, murderer, yeah, not like but, she was a murderer, yeah, was but a like murder, uh, but that her yeah, daughter yeah. died yeah, yeah. because yeah, of yeah. her, uh, because of her, and she can't handle it, and he's doing his best to keep a grip. But I, there's, right. you know, which I think is again really interesting, and it's a really interesting question yeah. about. The consequences yeah, of your think, actions when you when you don't know what else to do when well, you're caught I, in that moment of humanity and you just go the wrong way you fall you, down you know you your, fall fucking down to your point about you know why is this a movie you like to watch you know I think I think the simplicity of the story itself belies a lot of these questions that come up throughout you know you can have a very entailed story. Like, uh, think about Magnolia, for instance, right? We love fucking Magnolia. Magnolia's a great fucking movie. It's one of my favorite so movies many, of all time. So many questions, so many yeah. themes, so many yeah. elements, you know what I mean? And you're, you're, you're they're just like so fucking much. But this movie, on the other hand, also, also a Los Angeles film, by the way. This yeah. movie um, is so stripped down with its simplicity of story 
it allows all of these other questions to kind of come through. And, you know, some people might argue that there's a lot of stereotypes throughout the film. I would call, I would argue that they're archetypes, they're more archetypes than yeah, stereotypes. I think there's a fine line, you know, uh, with, with how things could be presented. But um, I would call a lot of what happened, well, a lot of these characters in this film archetypes more than stereotypes. Um, and I think the one thing that, that Schumacher never loses sight of is he really does depict all of them as human beings. The gang, yes. the tough ass, the tough ass gang members end up fucking are humans. scared. They're fucking scared They're when human he steps beings. the fuck up. Yeah, um, he, the, he, the gang well, bangers, think... the, those same gangbangers, when, yeah. when they're sitting in the car after the drive-by, the car wrecks, and they're sitting there, yeah. and he pulls out the machine gun and pops the guy in the leg. All of it is, it's the very is, fucking human. Very what, human. What I think Schumacher did, and whoever, I don't know who the screenwriter was, because uh, it, it just didn't occur to me to look. Uh, it's nobody of note. Uh, his name is yeah, Ebby Rose Smith. He's, yeah, he's more of an but actor. But what I really like about it is, and I do, I, I do think... What Schumacher does is he starts with stereotypes. Each character presented starts as a stereotype. And once you've kind of established the stereotype, then he pushes it just a little further to show you that they're actually human beings. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think that is it, 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 what, it what it makes me think about is a, a movie that got best picture, but I think is a terrible movie. Paul Haggis's crash. Oh, I fucking hate that. Where, where, yeah, where yeah. it's all stereotypes and nobody ever transcends the stereotype. No. It just no. stays that way. Yeah. This is a movie where he presents you with a stereotype and then gives you a moment well, where you realize that stereotype is not just a stereotype anymore. And that's yes. really, really good storytelling. Yes, because he does call some of them back, right? The Korean yeah. shop the Korean shop owner does come back in the police station. The gangbangers yep. from the hill do come back mm -hmm. in the drive-by. The girl that's part of the gangbanger crew. And here, that's why I say, like, to a dark comedy, there's that mo yeah. moment in the car right before the drive-by where they're the, uh, rapid-fire dialogue, rapid-fire dialogue, and She's like this, that, and this, that, and this, and that, and the gangbangers look at like, in unison. They're like, "Shut up," or whatever the fuck it well, is, right? Like, well, well, they say they just, tell her to shut up when she says, "Well, when we do this, will you then go to the hospital because right, his right, arm's right, broken?" Right, right, and then right, they right, all tell her to shut up. Shut it's up. Right, just really right, right. funny, yeah. And like, it's like it's shitty timing. Schumacher is not a comedy director, but like no. you can see, like that's one element of. But anyway, yes, that's the, because the, these characters get pulled back every once in a while. Yeah, you know, I, I even, think I think, I think, I think the neo-Nazi has has oh. he is a stereotype, but, but as soon as he realizes that defense is not the guy he thought he was, oh, yeah. his disillusionment yeah. and and shock mm -hmm. is a very human thing, and it suddenly takes this neo-Nazi yeah. and makes him and makes him just a kid. He makes yeah. he, his reaction to him is really kind of sadly innocent. Mm -hmm. And oh, what does and, he say? What does he say when he gets stabbed? He's like, "That's not my knife, or that's not one of mine." That's Something not like one of that. mine. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's yeah, yeah. it's like really. And yeah. I think there's you know it's one of those movies that when you picked it, I was like, I remember seeing it and I had an opinion of it. And when I watched it again, I went, "This is a lot more nuanced than I remember yeah. thinking it was before." Yeah. It's a very very strong. Really well put together film. You said something, and I want to, and I want to, I want to task yeah, you because you said this something we were talking on the phone the other day. Yeah, about uh, you being an actor, and mm. once in a while seeing seeing actors 
performing a role, oh, and you yeah, think, oh, yeah, 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 I yeah, could yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. And, but when you watch Michael Douglas, tell me about tell me that reaction because I, I really know, like you know that. I, I was, was I was watching I was watching um I was watching a James Gandolfini interview recently and it interspersed with the interview were the scenes from The Sopranos and you know for people who don't like Gandolfini was I mean it's this big fucking imposing guy but like he was pretty like soft spoken you know yeah he was a very gentle he was a very gentle man yeah you know seeing him you know uh, be this this iconic uh fucking gangster you know it's it's like or or or, you know go to his uh kind of supporting role in true romance right yeah is more of what i'm thinking like you know yeah it's like you know coming up like i can see like i yeah i feel like i could do that kind of shit or even um uh, jean renault in the professional one of my favorite movies we will cover that at some point yeah um you know, uh, seeing something like that, like I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I could, I feel like I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. There's movies like this every so often. There's things like this that come up, and I'm like, yeah, man, I don't know if I could do that. Like it's so, his character, the defense could really be one note through the entire. Oh, film. I mean, it really no could, question, right? No question. It's but Douglas so, is so fucking good. So Jesus fucking, Christ. So fucking nuanced. I mean, but yes. there's that scene of him. Um, uh, he's just got his briefcase. He's 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 uh, uh, left the Korean grocery store. He's looking at the fucking hole in his fucking shoe, shoves yep. a newspaper in it, puts the shoe back on. And these two gangbangers come up to him sitting on this fucking brick and uh, they're just pissed off that he's uh, uh, in their fucking territory. What you doing, mister? Nothing. See, you are. You're trespassing on private property. Trespassing? Loitering, too, man. That's right. You're loitering, too. I didn't see any signs. What you call that? Graffiti? No, man. That's not fucking graffiti. That's a sign. He can't read it, man. I'll read it for you. It says, this is fucking private property. No fucking trespassing. This means fucking you. It says all that? Yeah. Well, maybe he wrote it in fucking English. I could fucking understand it. He thinks he's being funny. I'm not laughing. I'm not either. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold it, hold it, fellas. We're, we're getting off on the wrong foot here, OK? Yeah. This is a gangland thing, isn't it? We're having a, uh, a territorial dispute. Hmm? I mean, um, I've wandered into your pissing ground or whatever the damn thing is, and you've taken offense with my presence, and I can understand that. I mean, I wouldn't want any people in my backyard either. This is your home, and, and your home is your home, and I respect that. So if you would just back up a step or two, take my problems elsewhere okay right well they yeah they see they see a mark sure. and 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 I, the humility with which he presents himself being pissed off confused uh defensive defense right okay yeah and then ultimately wanting to just move on yeah, I like, just want to hey, go. I I just, just want to go home. Like you said earlier, I wouldn't want you in my backyard either. Like I'm just yeah. gonna move on, and they just keep fucking pushing. That's that is one moment in this film. There there are several more, but that's one moment in the film where I'm like, man, 
I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could pull that off. I don't know. It's if just I could pull so gut. It's just so fucking good. Nails the shit out of it. It's There's ridiculous. The, the other, the other moment where he's with the fucking neo Nazi and the guy is trying to get his wallet, and he's like, "I can't give you my wallet." And he's like, "Why? Gravity." Yeah. What, yeah, what the fuck just, does that mean? Yeah. You know I mean, it's like, it's just, just like it's, he has these moments in this film, and it's, it's not just so this good. film. Douglas does this in a in a lot. He's of always he's good he's, in anything he does. What's amazing about Douglas though is he's kind of that. He, George Clooney has more character work than Douglas does, but he's yeah. that same kind of movie star that Clooney is, where like yeah. they can just be in any story at well, all. Ever the thing the the thing about it is it's like I think about I think about Wall Street. I yeah. think about oh. his character in Wall Street. It's like God. you couldn't be more opposite in terms no. of characters. And they're e- equally nuanced and yeah. equally yeah. believable and yeah. equally iconic. Yeah. And 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 so, yeah, I think... Uh, or Liberace. Think, Did you see him in the Liberace movie? It, it, Holy it's just, balls, dude. The guy, wow. the guy is an actor's <laughs> actor. Yeah, well, I recommend... Ooh. I agree with Ooh. you. I, I, I agree with you. I like to, I like to watch. Um, and I liked watching it as well. Oh, and I would yeah. recommend it to anybody Please that hasn't it seen it since... It's so fucking good. If you've never seen it, fucking see it. If you haven't seen yeah. it in a long time, watch it again. It is Watch it again. It it's not what you revisit. remember. No. It's so much better. Yeah, it's great. Grab your popcorn. Grab your soda. We hope you use the facilities because it's time for our triple feature. Let's go with... Uh, Colors from 1998, directed by Dennis Hopper, starring Sean Penn and Bobby Duvall. And Bobby Duvall, yeah, yeah, I think in a way, in some kind of weird multiverse, to use your kind of Marvel shit, um, I think that this, I think that, I think that Robert Duvall's character in this film could be a pre- like a younger version, yeah, like a younger, younger version, yeah. But only by like five years, funnily enough. Yeah, because they're funny enough, not funnily. Um, this was 1988. Uh, uh, Falling Down was 1993, so only five years earlier. But, but yeah, it's a really it's the a thing younger is, version a, of his character. Colors in, is a great movie, though. Oh, it's, it's a, a great fucking, fucking movie. It's so good, it's so good, and I think, I think it really has that vibe. It has that Los Angeles vibe, first of all. Yeah. It also gives you more of a perspective um, than a lot of movies do. This one really comes at you from the police, from the Latin gangs, and the black gangs, right? I think that doesn't necessarily happen in a lot of movies. Um, well, most, you know, it, it, no, what ahead. it reminds me of, what it reminds me of, Colors, Colors is, if Colors hadn't been made, Training Day would not exist. Oh, I mean, Training Day or my my second feature, but or, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, I'm, yeah. Seven, I mean, several films. Colors, exist, Colors, no. Colors is one of those movies that I kind of like falling down. That's why I think it's a really good pick for a triple feature. It's it's one of those movies that just hadn't been made before. No, no, and, it hadn't. And, no, nothing had explored, you know, East LA, South LA. Uh, it just the way the way it, but the characters no. I mean we've had bad cop movies and we've had good oh, cop God, movies yeah, we've yeah, had all yeah, that yeah, stuff but, but but that particular movie no, the deals with right. it deals with the culture of that yeah. in a way that had not been done before and yeah. and and because of that it has to have and it's different uh, I mean the, some merit it's got to have yeah. some notability for and it and it's different yeah. the culture of south LA east LA is different than 
the South Side of Chicago. It's different. Absolutely, than, it's different. It's different than, than any other part of the anywhere world. Anywhere in fucking New York or Brooklyn. Right? Yeah, like it's it's yeah. so fucking specific. And I think this movie. I mean, it 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 it, it wears it on its sleeve. Like this is L.A. Uh, back in the yeah. 80s. Hopefully just so you know, bit, just so you know, uh, and, and, and that's the thing is when I saw that this was one of your triple features, yeah. um, I've already I've already put it on. It's I'm gonna watch it uh, in oh, the next sweet. couple of days because yeah, I, haven't seen I it. went. God damn it! I haven't seen it in so long. It's yeah, so good. I saw it a few years ago on when I had cable. You know, before we moved and cable got fucking outrageously expensive. It was on cable one night and I put it on. It was like probably fucking one o'clock in the morning when I could stay up. Yeah. Late. And I watched the shit. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's really good. And it's look, solid. Dennis Hopper, you know, he, he has, he, you know, he was ingrained in LA culture and the arts and, and drugs he understood and all it. of it. And he, he was a brilliant, it. he was a brilliant photographer. You know, he was so really like good. He had good it. eye. And good it's a eye. fucking it's a fucking hell of a cast, man. Sean Penn, Robert Duvall, Maria Conchita Alonso, Don Cheadle, a very young Don Cheadle. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Tony Todd from fucking Candyman, Courtney Gaines. I mean, there's a lot of fucking really good actors in this movie. Um, a lot of them very young um, before they would kind of blow up. So, yeah, that that's that would be my first pick for a double feature. Yeah. I think it's a great pick. It's a great pick. You want me to go next again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, give give us it, your uh, triple. 1991 Boys in the Hood. Uh, directed and by, I, I, written and directed by John Singleton. Completely yeah. agree with that pick. Yeah. That's to, to me, yeah. that's a great. So what? tell me why Boys in the Hood. Obviously, we know. I mean, I know, but yeah, I, I, I mean, want to hear it, you talk about uh, it. Again, it like it, it, it ha, again, having lived in L.A. for like 20 years, like, I mean, it it legit feels like Los Angeles when you watch this movie. It like, is, yeah. These, these people who shot these movies, acting in these movies, like, they're, they they know it. They're there. They're in it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it uh, you know, Duvall is just kind of a comedian. He'll absorb wherever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's besides it's one of those actors, but like, yeah. you know, these young guys in, in, in you know, Cuba Gooding Jr., Morris Chestnut, Ice Cube, fucking Lawrence Fishburne, for Christ's sake. Come on. Jesus Christ. You know, I mean, <clears throat> these these guys they live it. Singleton grew up in this neighborhood. You know, he was he 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 was lucky enough to get to go to USC and and get that fucking dope ass. It's almost a film it's almost training, a documentary. Like, yeah, it's US, really but, really but, solid story. But the funny thing is like USC is in the hood. Like it's this very privileged, very rich university in the fucking hood. You know? Oh yeah. And I can speak for it cuz I live fucking 5 minutes away. Like it is in the fucking hood, and Singleton is from the hood, and this movie it, is the, it's hood. the hood, man. Like, it's just if it's you want to know, if you want to, if you want to know what, if you want to know what that area in Los Angeles in the '90s was like, this oh, is yeah. the movie to watch. Yeah, because it's totally authentic. Yeah, and this is, and this is uh, one year prior to the riots. Uh, yeah, the, the, the LA riots, the Rodney King riots. Um, yeah, uh, uh, falling down is is. Uh, fucking literally filmed during the fucking LA riots mm -hmm. of '92. Uh, um, you know, I mean, you 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 can feel it. You can feel the tension. Yeah, you can feel. There's it a lot screen. of anger. Um, it's it's a palpable film, and you don't get that from a lot of these kind of like gangbanger movies. Like, uh, yeah. what what do I think of uh, uh, New Jack City? Is one that yeah, feels yeah, very. Yeah. New Jack City to me feels very presentational. Yeah, it's in terms it's of it's gang banging. Yeah, that's a Hollywood yeah. movie. This fucking movie, Boys in the Hood, is Colors? is a true yeah. movie. Colors, Colors is a Boys true Hood, movie. It, it feels fucking legit. So yeah, yeah, those would be those would be my picks. Also, to just kind of counteract the whiteness of 
falling down. So that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. All right. My my triple feature starts with and it, and and I would I would watch them in this order. Mm-hmm. My first one is 1976's Taxi Driver. If you know, yeah, it, it is. It is about it is about a guy. I mean, again, it's about a granted the white guy, but it's about a guy who who sees the ills of the world. He sees how shitty things are, and he is legitimately deranged because he gets fixated well, on that's what Sybil Shepherd. God, yeah, yeah, you know, he gets he gets fixated. So he is legitimately deranged. Um, and what's fascinating about Taxi Driver is. He goes through his journey, and he's really uh, he becomes a monster. I mean, he his mental illness goes full bore, and but but at the end, he's a hero. Instead of like defense, being you know basically being killed at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, Travis Bickle becomes a hero. Yeah, it's almost parody in that way. Right? And and yeah. and and, and I, so and so I think it's a it's a very it's a similar story but yeah. it's 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 got a similar sort of protagonist however because all of his you know a, a, a Schrader just wrote such a fucking great script for that thing which is it it it, it really details why someone in that position would be so angry and frustrated about society all the things about sure. society piss him off but then there's that added element of sort of the incel, sort of like he 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 kind of goes for Sybil Shepherd and that doesn't work out, and it really sends him over there. And then he ends up having to go save the preteen, or no, she's what thirteen oh, years old, fucking, uh, Jodie like Foster. Yeah, she's yeah, 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 Jodie Foster. Yeah, um, with Harvey Keitel. You know, I mean, it's it's just it, it's a brilliant movie. I just think, yeah, oh no, it's and a it's not a comedy. Movie. It's no, no, no. it's will, very dark. And we will and talk about the we will talk about this one at some point. It's one of my favorite. I mean, and and I think it's one of the best movies Ber- ever Bernard, made. Bernard Herrmann's music is uh, just it's just one of the best standard. goddamn movies ever made. I just you know, I I think one of the biggest differences for me is I I feel like at a certain point. And I don't know when in the movie. It's been a while since I've watched it. It's a heavy movie. It's not one I watched oh, a lot. Very, you know. it's very heavy. Um, yeah. But I feel like at a certain point, like he loses all sense of fucking reality. I mean, he exactly. brings Shepard to a porno movie for their first date. Like he's at a he's insane. Point, like yeah, yeah. At a certain he's point, lost like, it. And I don't know. Is it when the movie starts or when it happens? But like he's a fucking sociopath. Yeah, hands he's, down. He's, I he, don't think that William Foster defense is. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, okay. I don't. I okay. don't think that. Okay. No, I'm not saying no, no. that comparison. It's 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 it's, 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 it's two, two it's sides of the same two sides of the same coin kind of thing. Exactly. Okay. okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, 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 and yeah, that's yeah. where I'm going yeah, with yeah, it because yeah. I think yeah. to watch one yeah. where you see a genuinely insane person yeah. do this, mm-hmm. and then and then then you watch uh, and, and so also that's become the a hero, first movie, which is weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the that's the first movie. Then the second movie is falling down. The guy who did everything they told me to do. And he yeah. still ends up the bad guy. And yeah. And then the third movie is, Thel- is 1991's Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Because I, I see it as almost the exact same story. And because they're women, mm-hmm. we find ourselves more sympathetic to their mm-hmm. plight. But But they're not doing anything different than defense did, which is shit doesn't work for me. There's an inciting element. And now we're going to go on a, a, a spree, a life of crime. 
And, and Harvey Keitel, amazingly, and given that he was the pimp in Taxi Driver, is, right. the, is the Robert Duvall character well, I'm gonna, where he just, wants to, he, just, he just wants them to stop and he wants to save them. I'm gonna he doesn't want them to die. Well, he I'm wants gonna, them to... I'm going to disagree and, with you. And I love that. Okay. I knew you would. Well, I knew on, you would. No, 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 no. Not about your choice. Not about the film. I mm. love the film. I'm going to disagree with your choice of words. It's oh. not a life of crime. As much as like falling down, it's one instance leads into another instance, leads into that's another fair. instance, leads into yeah. another instance that then eventually fair. literally puts them over Becomes, the edge. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I and and and, and that's yeah. I guess that's my point. I, I, I think he's on a life of crime, you know, mm-hmm. on that one day. Mm-hmm. They go on, they have to escape because she's done this thing. And yeah. they could have gone to the cops with it, and she but probably. One, but one instance. She wanted to get to away another. from her husband. Yeah, and it's yeah. just one thing after. Yeah, just one bit of thing happens. You know, you got Brad Pitt, and he's super sexy in his first film. Oh yeah. And he steals all their shit, and the it's fucking, just like it just uh, Michael Madsen, right? Yeah, yeah Michael but, Madsen. Yeah, I mean, it awesome. just kind of goes. And so, and so, what I like about it is, and the reason I think it's a really good triple feature is, oh, yeah. you start with Taxi Driver, you see uh-huh. Truly Insane. Uh-huh. You go with defense, and you see, I don't sure. know if he's insane. Right. And then you see Thel- Thelma Lee's, and you know they're not insane. They're right. not insane. Yeah. They just, uh, in, in their own way, they fall down. And, and and I think I think that's a great triple It's a solid triple, triple feature. You know, doing some research on this film is funny that you picked Thelma Lee's, because we were, we were texting a little bit, and you did say, you're like, you're going to hate one of mine. And I'm like, I didn't yeah. hate. I'm like, which fucking one? I love both these movies. I don't hate either one. What was interesting, I was doing some of this, some research on the film, and um, there was this movie from 1982. It's a Dutch drama called A Question of Silence. I have never fucking seen it. Never I seen it. Never seen you it. Haven't seen never it. even heard of it. Never even heard of it. Christine is a housewife who does not speak. Her husband works while she stays at home with their three children. Andrea is an executive secretary in an office predominantly run by men. Annie is a jolly waitress at a local cafe. These three women have never met before until one day in a dress boutique, Christine attempts to shoplift a dress by slipping it into her bag. She is approached by the male owner of the store. After refusing to return the garment, Andrea and Annie join Christine in a circle around the man. Together, the three women brutally murder him as a group of women stand and silently but attentively watch. And the, apparently the movie is about them. That they do oh, that. I want to see this. They but do I that. See this movie. And then a, 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 a female uh, psychiatrist uh, is appointed to the case. And she comes to realize that she, the, the fucking women were just fed up with the strain of living under a patriarchy. Yeah, and the thing you know is, I mean? that's, like, that's I'm what like, I like about... Shit. This sounds that's like a fucking... It, this sounds like Thelma yeah. Louise. It sounds yeah. like fucking falling down. Yeah. What the fuck is this movie? Yeah. Yeah, I so, want to see that movie. Yeah, yeah I want to see that movie. Because so that's that what I be, like about... Yeah, that's that would what be I like our, about that. That would be our Dutch friends' uh, uh, double feature. Yeah, they 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 know how to they know how to play the game. They're fucking Holy weird. Shit. They're fucking weird. Yeah, They're no, strange. but yeah, your choices were fucking solid. I'm I'm really you're yeah. Like, ah, oh, you're gonna hate one of them. I'm like, fuck no, these are great. Your the, the the movie that you're it's surprisingly the trailer that I the movie picked. that you're Hold looking on. the most forward to. It's no, the trailer don't that, that I picked. The whole point is the movie that you're looking for. <laughs> oh my so god. here is your oh film. Oh my god. Here it goes. Yeah. 
Sorry to interrupt. Are you okay? I need to get out of a toxic relationship. Why don't you start by telling us what brought you here? My boss, he's different. You can't get him out of your head. No. I need your assistance. I'm coming, master! Oh, you feel like he could destroy you with the snap of his fingers. Wouldn't even need to snap. Okay. Uh-huh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, what? Renfield. Braming innocent victims. I want a handful of nuns, a busload of cheerleaders. And I just want a normal life again. But this modern world is a dangerous place. Thank you. You saved my life. Did I watch you cut a guy with a decorative serving platter? It's all in the wrist. Renfield. Yeah. yeah. Renfield. Yeah. You know, the thing that's funny about this, in, in, in the old WDP days, in the old WDP days, yeah. we did a show called Renfield. Okay. Nice. That was, a, and Noah Genex played Renfield, and, uh, and Ron Kuzava played the most Nosferatu ridiculous. Wow. Dracula, yeah. and the show itself did not do very well, but yeah. his Dracula was so fucking funny to me. It was so over the top wow. that I ended up, I ended up, I ended up then taking him as Dracula and doing a show called the Vladimir Dracula Comedy Showcase and <laughs> Entertainment Review that had Johnny Cash and Joanne Worley and 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 he it's like a like a Dean Martin thing except yeah, yeah, it's Dracula yeah. and Renfield yeah. and Dracula turns all of his guest stars into vampires. vampires. Wow. So yeah, I, I, so Brilliant. the idea of Nicolas Cage playing this ridiculous over the top Dracula is yeah. really really very appealing to me. So I, I actually applaud this because I want to see I, this movie. Look, I don't know if I'm going to see it in a theater, but no, I, 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 I definitely want to see not, it. I know I, I will not see it in the theater. I don't even know if it'll be fucking... Well, it's Universal, so maybe it is. Wait, who, You got to see it, man. Yeah, it is fucking Universal. So yeah, I mean, oh yeah. I don't know. Look, I love Nicolas Cage. Uh, who Nicholas, does Nicholas Holt is pretty fucking phenomenal. I don't know if you've watched The Great at all. I yeah, you know, I love that, him. I fucking, love everything that motherfucker does. Mad Mad Max, right? Like he's yeah, he's, he's just really fucking good. Well, what I love about Nicholas Holt is that he is so good in playing these. He, I mean, he looks like a, a leading man. Yeah, but he is a great character actor. Oh, yeah. He is just yeah. so yes. fucking good. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he was great in the menu. He was so fucking yeah, yeah, good yeah, yeah. in the menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy is that guy. So it, that by itself, it's got and, and Aquafina's in it. Uh, Fuck yeah, off! Yeah, I gotta see yeah. this movie. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's just I. It looks so fucking weird that I. Why not? Yeah, I, that's my. I, that's my. I'm pick way I'm into it. With it God damn it! I'm way into it. I hope at the end of the year we both have watched this movie and, and I we hope can we say, liked it. I hope we liked I, it. That's well, I, I always hope we. I always hope we like them. All right, here is my trailer. The thing that I am right. legitimately. I know yeah. you don't like it, but I'm uh, legitimately looking forward to seeing. Sure. Because I can't wait. Okay. okay. 
Tell me something. You can go anywhere. Another timeline. Another universe. So why do you want to stay and fight to save this one? Because this is the world where my mom lives. I'm not going to lose her again. Time has a pattern that it can't help reliving. Different people, different worlds, drawn to each other like magnets. My face. So my face. If you were to go into the past, you have no idea what the consequences can be. Bruce, I could fix things. You could also destroy everything. This can't be happening. I completely broke the universe. Sorry, we've been waiting for you. I created a world with no metahumans. And now there's no one to defend us. Want some help? Now, the thing is, I will tell you that I, I've not been all that impressed with most of the DC shit. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm way more of a Marvel guy than I am a DC, but I still, it's superheroes. I love that shit. Sure. But dude, the fucking Gen X dude in me, when fucking Michael Keaton oh, shows I, up yes. and says, Yes. I'm Batman. I am My boner. I look, get a boner I, that I can't get rid look, of. It's that, just the look, greatest thing I've ever I, seen. I, I can't wait to see it. I Fuck admit, off. I will admit. It's even, Keaton is Batman. It's so before, good. Even before he uttered that line, hearing the homage to Danny Elfman's... I'm telling you, dude... Dude, I was like, I'm fucking oh, so into fuck it. You. I'm fuck so... Fuck you, trailer. The thing about it fuck is... Fuck you, trailer. I'm gonna, I'm going to watch this movie because I don't really care that much for Ezra Miller's uh, version of The Flash. I don't care for Ezra Miller. I, in general. Although I really liked him in uh, 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 We Need Fantastic to Talk About Kevin. Oh, no, Kevin, We Need to Talk Kevin, About Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, he's really good at that. But, but, uh, but the thing is, uh, in the same way that I fucking love, despite its cheesiness and perhaps... Pop culture uh, lacking. It's just I love Cobra Kai. Yeah, I mean, and I'm gonna f- and and because I'm, I'm who doesn't love Cobra Kai? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm a Gen X guy, and my Batman will always end up being Michael Keaton forever. And so, so when they bring him out, sure. I'm telling you, sure. fuck you. I don't give sure. a shit what this this whole yeah. movie could be a piece of shit. It could make no sense at I, all. You know, but. But Michael this, Keaton gets to come back as Batman. Fuck off. I I'm in. I, I'm in. Some, there's some fucking movie. I'm not going to remember what it is right now. I, maybe it was one of the Fast and Furiouses. I can't remember. There was some fucking movie that I, I just fast forward through all of it to see certain yeah. things. This might be that movie for me. 
I might put this movie on and just fast forward to get to Michael Keaton's shit and then just not watch the rest of it. Oh, see, see, I'm going to watch the, I'm going to, I'm going to see this movie in the theater. <laughs> well, of course you can. Yeah, and you can't fast forward. And then, and then, and then I'll go home and on HBO Max watch the Michael Keaton moments, but I'm sure. just jazzed about this. Yeah. Um, I did. And the thing is, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm projecting because I was not excited about it. Except two things happened. Number one, James Gunn, who's now in charge of DC, said this is a fucking yeah. brilliant film, and I yeah. really respect James Gunn, and I think he's got great taste. And number two, fuck you, Michael Keaton is Batman. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Sure, sure, sure. sure. I'm so I, in. I'm so fucking in. Yeah, I. Um, yeah, I. You know, I, you know my shit with this. That is. That's the show. Fucking. You in. should definitely. You should. You should definitely. Check out Falling Down if you have not seen it or if you haven't seen it in a long time. We highly recommend it. Do it. And uh, in our next episode, we're going to be joined by uh, the Literate co-editor, David Himmel. Sweet. And the movie that we have chosen for that three-way conversation is John Carpenter's classic... Masterpiece. Masterpiece. Big Trouble in little China. So we hope you tune in yeah. to hear us talk about big trouble in little China. And if you haven't seen it, watch it before the episode. Cause oh, yeah. man, it's a it. fucking joy. It's a joy. Pork chop express is going to be rolling through baby. Jack Burton and the pork chop express <laughs> rock boy. and roll. Love it. All right. All right. Well, thank you, sir. And we'll thank talk you. to you in about a week. You got it. Peace out. Peace out.